0: So Lee Marvin is twice as drunk as Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Twice as sweaty. I have a two-minute theme song coming up here in a moment, so just bear with. Awesome. Maybe Frank will be back by the time this is over because it is literally two minutes, so just bear with. It's uh, starting in a few seconds here, and here we go. And now,
1: ladies and gentlemen, our leader. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, I shall talk to you about glorious conformity above the delight and the ultimate pleasure of our unified society. Well, Miss Powell, you're looking as beautiful as ever. You make an old doctor wish you were a young intern. <laughs> <laughs> just as beautiful as you were when you were a little girl. I had quite a crush on you. I lived in the same apartment building. She moves fast for a big one. No, 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 no trouble. I just killed my wife. How come? You be dead! You're a silly... Old fool of a man! Oh, stop treating me like a retarded child or something. How come you don't make my leg well? Because then I wouldn't have the fun of carrying you, and you'd get yourself a young boyfriend. There's something wrong with her? I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. How is my favorite, attractive young widow? No? Perfect, as always. are You describing yourself, Mr. West? Not the mistress. There is no gods. Viva, 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 viva. And I agree with you about what they call music Why don't you play some
0: Bordering in Wonderland to the Twilight Zone
1: review
0: Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 158 for 502 Steel. I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Adam from
2: RazorLossFlicks.com.
0: Adam from RazorLossFlicks.com. We had a little uh, hiccup there from from Skype, so I don't think the listeners heard that. Fucking Skype is the worst. It's the worst. Yes, yes it is. Ah, Yeah, it came through like, That's what I heard. So I figured I'd slow it down. Oh, I, th- I thought that's what it was. <laughs> if you Go to GOAT.com and search Eddie Vedder, and uh, that's what it sounded like. Frank's just getting back. <laughs> if you're curious where Frank is, he walked away randomly in the middle of the show, and now he's back with his Mountain Dew in his bag, and he's just catching yeah. on the fact that we're recording now. Bag of tools? So, uh, And, and Frank, Frank Lynx is here. Hi, Frank.
3: You know, I hear you talking like... Uh... Start recording and all that? We did. I'm going to guess that you didn't hear the fact that I can't get your video feed to come up.
0: No, I didn't. I heard, "Uh," and then you walked away.
3: No, I said, Phoenix, I can't get your video feed to come up, um, but I got to go get my ashtray real quick. That's fine. I'll be right back. Um, Basically, what you
0: missed was nothing because I played a two-minute clip of different random... Our favorite Twilight Zone clips, Frank. Like, she's not deaf or dumb or retarded, but... And then, uh, Viva, Viva, Viva! And that one. <laughs> and then, um, a lot of them. You'll hear viva, it like Viva, Viva, Viva. <laughs> viva Clemente!
3: We had so much fun with that. I, I should still have it, I think.
0: Yeah, you probably do, but this is 502 Steel. It's the, oh. it's the premise for the 2011 movie with Hugh Jackman... About the fighting robots. That's Wasn't terrible. that one called Real Steel? Real Steel. It's not I just, just steel. now remember that. I'm sad it's that real. I
2: remember that. I, that's not something that I want to remember, but yet I do. So if you want to watch Steel mixed with Transformers,
0: go watch Real Steel. You ever see that, Frank?
3: That's a negative. Go you didn't Friday.
0: miss a goddamn thing. And just like this episode, if you don't watch it, you didn't miss a goddamn thing. This episode fucking
2: sucks. <laughs> I, <don't> wanna... <laughs> I laughed at a couple of spots, but then by the by the end of it, I was like, Oh, oh, I have seen this one. I don't remember how it ends. I'm like, oh, there it goes. Yeah. I would
0: call this episode my parents' marriage. The episode <laughs> because it starts off with Lee Marvin <laughs> and his his little psychic bickering about nothing for 40 minutes (laughs) and then it feels like 40 minutes and then finally they they have a fight and then it's over and my little note is wait that's it and my girlfriend was leaving the room and she she left the room for a moment to get something from the
2: fridge and she she's like wait it's over i'm like yeah i guess the premise is that boxing is bad so we have robot boxers to replace human boxers and that's literally the entire fucking episode that's all it is yep
3: is that my intro? Is is that my? Can we hit the intro?
2: Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I know we started
0: without you. It's just because I we we started talking about the episode. I wanted to capture it. That's on that's on me. That's my fault.
3: No, that's okay. No, it's fine. Go for it. Yep, yeah, it's okay. I'm just not gonna be able to see you this, this whole episode, but it's okay. I'm sorry, Frank. I, it, it's alright, buddy. It's you know, you know, it's me being late as usual. I mean, if it
2: makes you feel any better, I can give you like visual descriptives. He's he's in his Jordache underwear. Uh, I,
3: I mean, is yeah. it, I mean, are the baby blues coming over good?
2: Nipples are hard.
0: Must be cold in there. Somehow there's a six-pack. I don't know
3: yeah. why. <laughs> of <what>, course. <laughs> looks like he drew it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, All uh, right, here can, can we go. You, can you imagine me drinking uh, Coors?
1: Badling Maxo. One round max to battling steel. Will trouble. you shut up? What are you always knocking him for? He's been doing all right for five years, he'll keep doing okay. Okay, so he needs a little work, a little oil pays. We get to 500 bucks, we'll get in that stuff. New trigger spring, oil pays, islands everything. <sighs> yeah, you're gonna do okay, boy. You're gonna do okay. Sports item, circa 1974. Battling Maxo, B2 heavyweight, accompanied by his manager and handler, arrives in Maynard, Kansas, for a scheduled six-round bout. Battling Maxo is a robot, or to be exact, an android. Definition, an automaton resembling a human being. Only these automatons have been permitted in the ring since prize fighting was legally abolished in 1968. This is the story of that scheduled six-round bout. More specifically, the story of two men shortly to face that remorseless truth that no law can be passed which will abolish cruelty or desperate need, nor for that matter, blind animal courage. Location for the facing of said truth. A small, smoke-filled arena. Just this side of the Twilight Zone.
0: This is Richard Matheson's favorite adaptation of his his, his work.
3: Meh. Which is weird that he didn't include it in his 16 um, novella, or what do you call that? Book of Books. A book of, book books. of Books. <laughs> it's the Book of Book. The King of Kings. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Matheson Book of Books book.
0: Like a Twilight Zone collection?
3: Uh, I mean, there are Twilight Zone. Okay, uh, so it's
0: just whatever he wrote, his favorites?
3: It. Yeah, it's a Matheson thing, you know, has nothing to do with Twilight Zone, really. But if you think, of, I mean, what were you, 16? I think it was 16 episodes you wrote?
0: You wrote a lot. And this one I just don't get. It seems like a good idea, but it does not pay off in any way. It's, it's, it's so simple. I It's mean, just a premise and
2: nothing else. It's a prelude to the rest of a good story. <clears throat> it, it's the trailer for Real Steel.
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, Lee Marvin in Roller Skates and Eyeliner. What, what more could you ask for?
2: Yeah. Amateur. If I was gonna praise it, I would praise the makeup on the boxers. Kind of creepy, considering that makeup wasn't really a big thing back then. So they have like these kind of like sunken eyes, just to remind you that it's a robot. Scarred up Rest of it is definitely a, 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 a person. Yeah, robots. Rubit, that's that's what uh, he calls them. Rubits. Yeah, it's
0: it's interesting as far as, because I mean we're gonna mention this a bunch a bunch of times. It's it's the beginning of a story. It's not the whole story. It's not even the middle of a story. It's it's the first act of a good story. Like this one feels like it, it's about to be an hour long, and you're watching it, and you're like, oh no, leave Marvins on the ground crying. Oh, it's credits. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You just feel like you got, you got it, cheated on it. It out feels the
2: like improvisational dialogue, too.
0: Yeah, him and his, his uh, little handler there, the robot fixer, are just bickering like crazy at the beginning. Like they're on a bus, they wheel the guy off. It's, it's all covered. You can't really see what it is. He's,
2: he's got a mask on, like a Mex- Mexican wrestler. They it, wheel it's him off. something you would normally play out if you were like showing the opening credits of a movie. Like that would go on for like 20 minutes and
3: then the movie would
2: start.
0: Yeah, but... a 70s
2: movie. <laughs>
3: Yeah. In a world where <laughs> human beings can't hit each other anymore, it's got to be roots.
0: Are you Are you looking up what page Mark Scott Zickery wrote on this?
3: Yeah, in the second edition, actually. First time breaking it open, actually.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Does, does Mark Scott Zickory not look like a, a gay porno star from 1972?
2: It Looks like see? Genesis P. Orridge, <laughs> circa <laughs> 70, 71
3: Yeah. That is a deep cut right there. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm showing some age. <laughs> was that was that was that was that like post or or pre hair? Pre, pre, <laughs>
2: definitely pre. <laughs> have you have you seen her lately? <laughs> no, it's a hot hot mess. Yeah,
3: huh? Definitely oh, here, a hot. It's mess. on page
0: 380, Frank. If you want to look.
3: Thank you, sir. You just say Genesis, right? Yeah, Bill Collins and all that.
2: No, not wrong. Wrong person. Wrong person. Now this is this is Genesis P. Orage, Uh This this is the uh, the front person. I don't want to say front man because uh, he is not a, a he anymore. Uh, front person for the band uh, Throbbing Gristle.
3: It's like uh, the. I mean, what, I mean, it's on. I mean, it should be on everybody's workout uh, list, I think. <laughs> no.
2: <Okay. laughs> not at
3: all. <laughs> I'll say you lost us both. But I will
0: say... I'm sorry. The Wachowski brothers are the latest incarnation of that, where it was yes. the Wachowski brothers, and then one of them became a woman, and so it was the Wachowski siblings, and then both of them became a woman. So now it's the Wachowski nope. sisters. I'm are fucking blown. Mind blown. No, they're not twins. They're just... One of them close. looks pretty good as a woman. The other one looks like a dude with a wig on. It's it's yep. bizarre, not to make fun of her, but it's just well it doesn't make a pretty look, woman.
3: Look, just because, look, I mean, if you want equal rights, <clears throat> we can make fun of y'all. equal rights. Oh,
0: definitely. But
3: what <laughs> does right? uh,
0: Zikri? He wrote a lot about this. Uh, it seems like he liked it.
3: I uh, mean, did you though? Because it looks. I mean. It,
0: If there is a problem with Steel, it would have to lie in the area of main character's motivation. Steel goes into the ring in order to get money to repair his robot, yet Pole pleads with him not to do it, explaining that they are safer, although more time-consuming methods of getting the necessary money. Rather than seeming an act of courage on the face of it, Steel's actions seem the result of a near-suicidal
2: bullheadedness. I did not get any of that out of this episode.
3: Oh no, I I got exactly what like what I got out of this episode was, a they're from Philly, so <laughs> <Yeah>. stubborn, <laughs> stubborn as hell, violent, just for just for stubborn sake. Yes. Okay. Doesn't need to be stubborn. They could have had the money wired to him from Philly to fix Maxo the 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 of even Philly. though he's a B two. Uh, only a B2 and not other, but the but the part that breaks I could have fixed it with today's tech
0: <laughs> yeah with today's we, tech
3: I know but 70 <laughs> what was it what was the, it the, yeah what 63 it,
0: far
2: far future of 73 <laughs> the the robot is, is powered by a lowly transistor
0: yeah and keep in mind he, he needs more oil what did he what did he kept saying over this
3: like uh, they, did, they didn't base, say grease base, they said oil base. paste it was like it was like, yeah, we'll you, know, we'll you know, we'll make up that 500 bucks and we'll get them some some new tech. Te- oh, fuck. What were the bearing? Uh, come on. We all fucking played roller hockey. What were the what were, what, <laughs> I don't know. What, but what were the what were the bearings? The really good ones. It was one, three, five, seven, nine, eleven. And then you were in like the holy shit. Like I only like like a stiff breeze will. Will send me, you know, for, like I, we'll did, I knew follow. that in a
0: skateboard, but not so much a roller skates. But skateboard,
3: same I love thing. the fact what that, that it they it keep says?
0: saying uh, oil. Uh, I already forgot what the fuck it was. Oil, ah,
2: fuck. I just oil said it. Base? Oil, oil paste, oil paste uh, instead of a grease, paste. instead oil of a grease,
3: you know, like. Oh. Yeah, I got it right here. Right here, uh the next one I got is uh let's see um the bickering no, gay this...
2: gay relationship these two guys. I, have... I watched this like minutes ago, and I've already forgotten what the hell it was. He they said, said it a thousand well, times he, too.
3: Here we go. Right now you fix it.
1: Let go of me! Don't you understand? It's going to be fixed. It's it got no, a no spring spring. They don't have springs. They don't make them anymore.
2: No more springs. springs. They don't make springs in the Twilight universe. That's a shame. They outlaw boxing and springs.
1: Oh, if they don't watch the fights, what? If Nolan and Maxwell don't watch the bouts. What are you talk?
0: Pause it right there. You're crazy. Because I have so much to say about this
3: yes go ahead
0: because the whole premise is they get there they have their B2 robot they're going to go fight a B7 robot which is like the, the latest greatest model and they're like it's going to get its ass kicked this thing is a hunk of junk and it's the, the the one guy keeps talking about how beaten it is and how it's not going to last one punch and then they meet the the boxing promoter and, and his little associate there who ignores them for it seems like 8 minutes and because he's like I he won back in 1971 remember blah 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 and the guys like yeah 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 I don't remember that so the no, two no, guys.
3: Wasn't t- it? No, and and, and oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. I didn't know you like that. But wasn't he kind of waxing fantastic about back in the good old days when men actually fought men, he was. Undefeated. That was after.
0: He did both. Yeah. So I first he talks later. about the robot yeah. and how I'm it beat sick. another robot back in 71 and how it's a big contender. And then since the guy ignores it, he's like, hey, maybe he's like a fan. This is all what you infer. Maybe he's a fan of actual boxing. So then he brings up his own accolades.
3: Uh, yeah, and that's when it made the most sense to me. I'm like, okay, from Philly, so stubborn as fuck for stubborn sake. Probably <clears throat> a scrapper because why not? Yeah. You know, because, you know, somebody might have looked at him wrong for three seconds. It's all it takes around here in this fucking cauldron of hate and, <laughs> uh, and, and you know, sports mediocrity. Um, and, you know, so I get all that, but it was almost like... He, this was his chance to, you know, relive the glory days of him, you know, being a human who could box.
0: Yeah, and connect with another person who might have seen it and actually be able to, like, you know, wax poetic about the old days. But no, the guy still ignores him.
3: Because there was a great Black or Broken Mirror episode about just this very premise that people had to be nice. And it was all PC when really at the end, it was, you know, they were basically just cursing each other, calling each other cunts because it felt so good to just let loose and be human.
0: I drink every time you mention Black Mirror. But. (laughs) <laughs> they, because it's the
2: saddest fucking show and it makes me miserable to watch it. really it. is. I'm glad you said that because I always say whenever people bring up Black Mirror, I'm like, I Look, don't need I, a show to watch uh, that bad yo, about myself, nothing. about my own existence. I don't <laughs> yeah. need no. a show
3: to do that you, to me. You know why I love Black Mirror? Because if they called that Twilight Zone, it would be the first one that actually hit the mark.
2: Oh, I'd gargle with razor
3: blades. I don't agree. No, but this but is the other thing that I, I want to say. I don't agree at all. Black Mirror, the, the reason why people have two different reactions to Black Mirror, and it's funny that you two have the other reaction some people have, is these will be decisions that you will have to make in your life when the next that's
2: why i don't want to watch it i want to escape from that fate i know all that shit's gonna happen that's why it depresses me so much it's a little too it's a little too ham-fisted for me to even tolerate It's not
3: even ham-fisted it's like look you know this is coming down the pipeline whether you like it or not so there's going to be some ethical questions we need to answer really soon so here's not in our lifetime so so like here's like the you know it 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 could go this way if you don't. If I'm just saying. you
0: might have to fuck a pig on live TV. Yeah, you I, don't I, get I, it. I think about that
2: every day. No, but usually <laughs> I, sometime after breakfast. No, but just, what if today's the day I have to fuck the
3: pig? <laughs> fuck Corky no, the that that pig. Play out? Do yeah, I have to name the pig? I just want to say first we I, eat
2: the pig and then we burn.
3: Can I, can, I, can I say, though, that two years in a row, um, there's this uh, class. Um, from this high school. We're so far like,
0: removed from my opening debate here. But
3: yeah. No, I'm sorry. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. It wasn't even that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, go ahead.
0: My point was there's these two guys who ignore him and don't give a shit. So then he's just like this leaping logic of our robot just broke in the training room when I was supposed to check him out. So let's go ahead and he's not going to watch the fight and the other guy's not going to watch the fight. How does he know that? How does he just assume this? Why wouldn't you watch your own fights that you're promoting?
3: I didn't understand that logic at all. It but, made no sense. But then I, I had to remind myself that they're from Philly.
0: No, these two guys are from Philly, but not the other people. They're not in, in Philadelphia.
3: Yeah, yeah, but this is their logic that they're basing their actions off of.
0: Oh, so it's nonsensical and just hopeful. They're like, eh, Maybe.
3: Stubborn, they're... not hopeful. Yeah,
2: stubborn, stubborn, I guess, is a good, good way to say it. You know what else I took away from this episode? I just got done watching this on a 4K TV. Why is it there's so many episodes of The Twilight Zone where it looks like the air conditioner is busted and everybody is just
3: sweating profusely?
0: Oh, that's my uh, first note there.
3: Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. They, they fucking juiced the Vaseline fucking uh, uh, quota of the series already in this episode two, bro. Yeah. They're, al- they're already just in the red.
0: Between like, on Thursday we leave for home and this episode, the glycerin budget was just out of control. Except for Lee Marvin. What I think that did was Hey Lee, you can't have a drink for seven hours. <laughs> and he he just started sweating bullets. Yeah. And they just shot it. And the you shot, where they, where, they, the they shot where they so
3: much money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the shot where they dragged him in on wheels. Oh,
3: shit. He's on wheels. <laughs> you think that that was Lee Marvin getting script?
0: to set. <laughs> That had nothing to do with the actual episode. He's a, such a fucking drunk. <laughs> I mean, look at the last episode on the grave back in season three. I think it yeah. was. Yeah. Oh yeah. dude. The dude yeah. is a notorious drunk. He's oh. lost audio, Frank. We can't hear you. Whatever you just did, Frank. We can't hear you. All right. So we'll talk without him, but let's get. We'll wait till Frank gets a fix, but. Um, basically they assume these two guys aren't going to watch the fight. I don't know why the fight promoter and his little bookie sidekick aren't going to watch the actual fight that they're promoting. Did that make any
2: sense to you, Adam? No, not really. I, I was confused as to why they, they, they it arrived. I understood the whole decision that, okay, I'm going to box and pretend to be a robot. You know, we're, we're leading up to that. But um, why they didn't think anybody would notice, I don't understand. And then that brings us to a, a whole other set of problems a little later on in the episode.
0: Oh, when you say later on, there is three beat points to this episode. Robot arrives. Robot doesn't work. Lee Marvin takes place of robot. Gets his ass kicked. End of episode. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's
2: three beats. And while he's getting his ass kicked, nobody in the ring says, why is one of these machines <laughs> bleeding? And the other one is not. No, I, I did pay uh, particular
0: attention to this because I was thinking, because I knew where this episode was going. Frank, can you at least hear us? Okay, Frank and Harris, at least. I just want to make sure you're caught up with the conversation. I don't know what's going on with your mic. Go ahead and figure that out. Take your time. But, Frank, you're talking, but we can't hear you. Um, I will just say, if you want to text me, I'll read it off in the air. So, (laughs) I'll just say, I paid particular attention because he goes, they don't know what model this is. Uh, the new ones, the B fives and above bleed. They actually have blood. Oh, okay. So, I no, that I, detail. I right. paid attention because I knew this episode, and I was telling my girlfriend because we're watching this, and she's not a Twilight Zone fan. So I was like, "This episode is forgettable. I don't remember a lot of it. I remember that when Lee Marvin steps in. That's really it." So we sat there and watched it. So I paid particularly attention to that line because he says it, and he's like, "They bleed and they bruise." So I was watching it and he, he looks pretty good, like you mentioned earlier. He has like the, the, all he did was like wax over his hair, wax up his eyebrows. He looks like Vincent Price. <laughs> he's got like crazy eyebrows.
2: Yeah, put a little eyeliner on. You know, Eyelider, eyeliner, eyeshadow.
0: And he's in the ring and he's fighting. And he said he's a former fighter, but he does, the, throws, the, the punches he throws are Hu-yah! like wide shots that would not hit
2: anybody because they're so telegraphed. Those, those the, are the drunken uh, Batman episode punches. <laughs> well, yeah. drunken because it's Lee fucking Marvin.
0: Yeah. They, they were bad punches. And the robots just like, Googa, Googa, landing everything. And just gets his ass kicked. That's it. Yep. I, I wish I had more to say. Uh but he's doing and, all and this, then, and then
2: he goes on about, "Well, we'll we'll fix up the robot, and then we'll get some more uh, goo goo grease or whatever the hell it was we called it earlier, and we'll fix oil up oil paste, uh, oil paste, Max or whatever, oil paste. Yeah, we'll fix up Max, and then we'll make some more money. Yeah, that was his. I think that was his last line while he's laying on the floor bleeding." Yeah, because he
0: steps in for the robot, gets his ass kicked, and then there's like a spectator. They keep showing one spectator going, kick his ass, kill him. And I'm like, am I supposed to think they're bloodthirsty? But They're betting on robots,
2: so all of that's gone. I'm wondering if that was the message of the show, that the fights are bloodthirsty and bad, and you should probably not do this anymore or something, because, I mean, you know, even in hypersensitive now, we still have the fights, so. But they're robots. So... I don't. I I will never. I'm not sure what the message was. I I think. I think they kind of got the the point across with well, we replaced boxers with machines. Yeah. So, I I brought uh, this up on the
0: season one episode seven. I want to say, "The Lonely." Frank, we still can't hear you. It's called "The Lonely." And they give him a uh, female robot and I'm like I will never ever see a robot as a person. It's just never going to happen. Once I know they're a robot, I just don't care about them as a person cuz they're not a person. Never going to happen. It just doesn't yeah, exist. So him being a, like the the guy in the fan in the stands going like kill him, get that hunk of junk out of here and he's just like rooting and they kept showing close ups and I'm like fucking rooting for him like you kill him and I'm like if they're supposed to, be, if I'm supposed to see them as like bloodthirsty spectators, I don't. They're robots. I don't know. I personally wouldn't even enjoy watching two robots kick the shit out of each other. It's like watching two kids play Rock'em Sock'em Robots. What the fuck That's am I just gonna get out that? was of that? my
2: whole problem with Real Steel. Is like I don't want to see Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie. That's not interesting to me. I, I I don't get what you're gonna get
0: out of this watching it as a fan. I like because you know they're not feeling anything. You part of what sports means and is overcoming Endurance, obstacles and yeah. overcoming things that are in your way. You're supposed to like reach deep down within and overcome something. But when it's a robot, I know it's programmed. I know it's predetermined. I know the most that will happen is they'll slip on something in the ring and then you get a guy falling down, a guy meaning a robot, and that's it. And you're like, ah, yeah. It's like watching those, remember those old,
2: football games where you put a little guy in and it vibrates and they move toward each other. It's only fun when they're giant robots, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, big old giant robots fighting kaiju's or something like robot that. Just jocks. a couple of robot, regular size robots in a ring. Not so interesting. No, it's a couple of dudes. They look like people, but, but it is funny that they're pushing him around in like kind of a like a half-assed luchador mask, and then he's got the uh, <laughs> yeah. the the boxing robe around him, and they're they're wheeling him in like they got the 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 little the little wheels that you'd put on the bottom of a chair, like on the bottom of the mannequin as they're pushing it around. That was kind of funny. They couldn't buy a third screw to keep the fucking thing on. Yeah. Uh, that, okay, that's, that's really all the charm I got out of the episode though that and that they were all sweating like they were stuck pigs they're
0: doing all of this he he sacrifices his entire life for $500 and then they end up getting 250
2: because that's all he could get out of him because he didn't even last a round and then they're they're figuring out. Okay, well, let's see, sixty for the bus fare, and this, this I might have maybe two hundred. I'm thinking, yeah. well, that's that's depressing. May as well be a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, and let me just say, because Frank's listening, I mentioned money. You know where this is going. Five hundred dollars is six hundred and oh, how fitting is this? If you make five hundred dollars, that's six hundred and sixty-six point six 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 calls to St. Louis from Ohio. <laughs> Versus the 333.333 repeating that they made from $250. So, you know, that's a lot less calls from Ohio to St. Louis. That's that's a shame. They missed out on a lot of calls. Ah, Lee Marvin Frank is desperately trying to get his mic working. <laughs> is it a setting, Frank, or is it a, a cord they came? He unplugged? was literally
2: just sitting there. He touched absolutely nothing. He reached and forward. Just audio just went dead. Is yeah. is
0: the mic? Is the plug in the back of your mic unplugged? Because when you leaned over, it went on. Went silent. I, I, I'm
2: guessing that it's
0: haunted. <laughs> the ghost of Frank passed. Who did you wrong, Frank? Frank. Fiddle with the plug in the back of your mic, the XLR. He says yes, but he's not doing it. Yes. Hey. hey welcome back.
3: I, I had to unplug my USB and reset the driver.
0: I'm glad you're back, though. I know it was when you leaned forward and started doing something that it went silent.
3: No, I realized I didn't have to record this because Adam was on, so I went back to just so I can listen through the mixer.
0: And- <laughs>
2: he's you are <magazine> blaming him. <laughs> Are you saying I'm (laughs) long in the tooth?
3: No, no, I'm saying it's because uh, Phoenix records all three of us at once. Yeah. Because, you know, because before I would have to mute my outgoing. uh, Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. It was a, yeah, it was a big pain in the bitch. That sounds and,
2: awful. That sounds, it, it's it, totally sound, like, it sounded better. It sounds, better. sounds like cancer, all of you
3: know, it. it. It sounds great when everybody records their own voice and then somebody oh, okay. all together and post. But when there's three people, it becomes a bitch. It's and just worth it. Just it. Easy especially if you're playing
0: it. audio. So otherwise I'm like, Shh, exactly. doing this, like, eh, every quiet. Like, because you can't hear it. So i found playing dialogue, I want everybody to like, hear yeah. it <laughs> so
3: because because yeah because like i know exactly what because like i did three people the one time and it was a nightmare it like i no matter what i just could not get it to sync up right
0: it's not so, worth uh, it because you know what we're frame rate they're, reco- they're they're recording at it's just not worth it so no. but um the only problem we have is when
2: skype fucks up so, everybody sounds great. Yeah, right now, I, I, uh, it, it's, See, it's like, flashbacks. I used to do this back in 2010, I think was the yeah. last time we used to record uh, podcasts with Skype. It's the same crap back then, too.
3: Yeah. Uh, honestly, dude, like the only reason I ever started using Skype is because drivers are dumb as fucking bricks. And I got to have drivers on every week I interview drivers. Why are we still doing this? So. And then pay pay the twenty. We,
0: we need to start paying the twenty bucks to get on that thing Adam
2: has. What's it called? Oh, Streamyard. StreamYard. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, we used to we used to use YouTube. Well, uh, I,
3: Scott has some some program that Scott's using, and it was supposed to help with his. Setup that he has, I don't know what he was talking about. You, YouTube yeah.
2: used to have Google Hangouts. It used to be attached to YouTube, and it was That's a pain in the ass, bitch, That's to set up. up. And That's when gone. it finally went away, uh, we we tried some different things, and then Streamyard was was way better and way easier. And I'm like, fuck you, it, I'm gonna. You go You know ahead it and sucks when scripting. Google
0: when Google goes, fuck it, it's out of here. That's Yep. It. So Skype mm-hmm. is amazing. It mm-hmm. suck around this long with how many audio glitches it has, because it like does the. Uh, uh,
2: well, it's like time. Frank said. It's an industry name. People just recognize it. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, been, it's been around long enough that people that have had computers have used it at some point. So. Yeah.
3: And, like, you never know where race car drivers are at any given point throughout the entire year. Well,
2: that was my it's, other point, is you can actually Skype from a phone, and it'll come out decent. If you try to use the StreamYard app on your phone, it's absolute trash. So yeah. you got you can only do StreamYard or, if you
0: have a or, desktop
3: or anything else because they can barely do Skype and it's a free download.
0: <laughs> They're gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh, he's a dick. <laughs> what a dick, <laughs> Frank."
3: Anyway, I uh, know
0: we talked a lot. Do you want to play any clips yeah, I or know, say anything?
3: I, I heard everything you said, but I'm just sitting there just yelling. I know, at and I feel bad.
0: Do you want to see it? You want to say anything about this episode? Because it's really, it's a good episode, but it's also a fucking dumb episode at the same time. I didn't like it. This
3: episode was just like uh, Lee Marvin. It lives in the twilight zone uh, all the time. Apparently <laughs> he didn't learn a valuable lesson other than, uh, I mean, maybe this was Elon Musk's, um, inspiration behind Nur <laughs>
2: Uh, it, it did, or this could be what we call filler when you have seasons that are like 20-plus episodes long. Yeah, Not the filler the episodes. It's money. Matheson.
3: With the amount of money they dropped on the Vaseline for this episode, <laughs> this had to be... Like, I love that we still call it
0: Vaseline good. even though we know it's glycerin. Just calling it Vaseline is so funny
3: to me. It just makes that's me because, laugh. That's because forever <laughs> we've used Vaseline fucking... Tupperware uh, containers in our logo for last year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's also because, like, Vaseline you put on a lens on, like, a lady. You put a little sheet of glass over the lens, you rub some Vaseline on it. That happens all the time. Remember uh, Star Trek? Star Trek did it, but it was after this. Yeah. It was a. Uh, you always uh, had that
2: weird filter on every season, female three. In every episode.
0: Season three of Twilight Zone. They show a man It's in this harsh light. You see the fucking lines in his face like every scar told a story. Like battle scars he had in World War II. Cuss to a lady. G- the light of Jesus coming down on that one's face. Like,
2: yeah.
0: Ah! Like, nothing, nothing coming through. No blemishes because you can't even make out like what decade she was born in. Like... It's just so different, and so it was Vaseline on the lens, but glistening on the, on the actor's face, but it's just so much well, fun. Watching them old episodes of Vaseline. Star
2: Trek really sticks out like that, too, with the high definition and everything. It's like, wow, Especially you guys with the color. really did that. The <laughs> color episodes is way more obvious, because,
0: yep. <laughs> like, I can't tell what color she is. That's weird.
3: I mean, uh, okay, so if you want me to say anything about this episode, yeah, go ahead. Lee Marvin was in it. And anything he does is awesome.
0: I love Lee Marvin. Yeah. Lee Marvin's uh, great. I'm not real crazy
2: about paint your wagon, but you're right. Yeah. You do not talk bad about Clint Eastwood on this show. I love Clint Eastwood. I just don't like Paint Your it's Wagon. Clark- I have so a
3: talk I wanna about say Duke or whatever they call him.
2: Four now. by uh, framed
0: portrait of Clint Eastwood in that room you do not That's talk awesome, about dude. him
2: no I love Clint Eastwood <laughs> I do I just don't like Paint Your Wagon I just don't like the movie I
0: don't want to hear Clint Eastwood sing I'll give you that or Lee Marvin <clears throat> he, Lee Marvin basically talks I'll listen to Clint Eastwood play the piano all day but sing
2: nah yeah. yeah.
0: Lee Marvin would, made more money let's... off that song in that movie than he did about anything he ever filmed Huh? It's not fucked up because that's something he's proud of one. that shit too. I, I
2: I read some stuff about Lee Marvin. A couple of things he was proud of was that, and I don't know a shoe he got from like another movie that he made. Like he's, so, he's proud of that shoe. Sorry, Frank. Go ahead
3: that's a typical drunk thing to remember <laughs> i got a shoe once he
2: he really did not take acting seriously and that's the funny part is cuz he when he was in it he really brought it man he really brought it cuz i i, I love dirty dozen that's my favorite war movie ever so I, i'd watch it any day <sighs> yeah, great that right
3: there, but, Frank, right.
0: how often i talk about john frankenheimer on this podcast
3: Every single podcast we Okay,
0: so here we are. Lee Marvin, 1971, stars in The Iceman Cometh, uh, directed by John Frankenheimer. It's a play. It's a four-and-a-half-hour movie. I sat down a couple weeks ago and watched the whole thing, and it's That's a fucking struggle. It's a fucking struggle, but Lee Marvin is amazing in that, and you can tell he was drunk at every single scene. <laughs> that guy's a Dude, fucking notorious every- drunk. Every...
3: Like, every single, like, if you just go scroll down Lee Marvin's Wikipedia, it's famous quotes by people that have done shows with him, and they all say the same thing. Great guy, this and that, man could drink.
0: <laughs> when he did The Grave, they showed up late to, to record because he was so drunk, they had to, like, sober him up to get him to even talk in that episode. That's why he doesn't speak for some of it. Like, toward the end, he's just like...
2: You know uh, what's funny about Lee Marvin? Grave. He was a, he was really approached to be Quint in Jaws, and uh, he didn't. He turned the roll down. So what they do? They got another alcoholic. They got Robert Shaw. Yeah, I was going to. I was just going to say that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> One step that, below was uh, what's his fucking name? The other drunk British guy. Oh God, Oliver uh,
3: Stephen Hawking.
0: No, Oliver. <laughs> 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 that drunk Stephen Hawking, he was so drunk he couldn't even walk anywhere. No lazy Lim- fuck! <laughs> no, Oliver Oliver Reed. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's the other like super oh, drunk yeah. British guy, like super constantly drunk. The Tommy Who, the the movie for that, they couldn't even get him to like talk. You had to like oh. dub over everything. Uh, have you ever watched the Tommys Who? Who? Or the the Who's oh, yeah. Tommy? Yeah, I've, I've Sorry, seen the movie. Yeah, I suppose I just say it right. The Who's Tommy the movie they made off that album, it, Oliver mm-hmm. Reed's in it, and he's yeah. just like fucking drunk yeah. out of his mind. <laughs> My favorite part of that movie is Tina Turner's legs. <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> or when uh, Anne, uh, what's, what's, <laughs> what's, what's that girl's name? Crack cocaine. What's uh, that girl's name? Anne Margaret is like, and she goes fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty hot too. She is hot. Yep. And also out of her goddamn mind. Yep. Um, where were we? Lee Marvin is a, a drunk. Steal Lee Marvin's a drunk. Uh, yeah. So
3: he, 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 this is him fighting it. Yeah. contest of the evening.
1: <laughs> a sixth round heavyweight bout. Featuring
2: from Philadelphia,
0: the B2,
1: Matthew
2: Maxo. <laughs> yeah, hey, Maxo from Philly.
1: Fuck Philadelphia! And his opponent, our own B7, the Maynard Lashley!
3: It's a very niche, niche crowd. Fuck Philadelphia! And now comes Lee Marvin in eyeliner and... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and a lot of eyeliner. You know. Yeah, so much. I have to know, who who is the ring announcer? Was that Burgess Meredith doing the, uh, the ring <laughs> announcing? Because like that would be funny if it was. You got a crap thunder and piss lightning.
0: It definitely wasn't, but it, it sounds like him when you play the clip, yeah. Yeah.
2: He, it was Edwin Rochelle.
0: Okay. That's a name.
2: All wasted right. opportunities, yeah. If uh, Burgess Meredith would have been the ring announcer, it might have upped that another notch for us. But no one know. was out
3: Rushell is a, it, He's on another caliber of I don't know who the fuck that is. He was. He's he died in
0: 1977, so just after this episode supposed to have taken place. He was uh, known for Namu the killer whale, Namu, whatever.
3: What well, what were they like? Uh, like like a thing, a couple.
0: Yeah, his last episode, uh, his last uh, appearance was in Colombo, which is another Twilight Zone regular, Peter Falk.
1: Viva, Peter viva, Falk. viva, viva Clemente.
2: <laughs> I know which episode you're talking about. That's the the, the very Castro episode. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Che Guevara and Castro.
0: One of
3: my favorite photoshops of Phoenix (laughs) me is that where where I'm looking in the mirror and Phoenix is like pointing a Tommy (laughs) gun at me. I've seen that
2: one. That's a
0: good one. You know what I did is when I went back and redid all the episodes, I left that. I just left some of them in the way they were. I just updated them.
3: For some reason, just... Because of the mirror and the, your face with the gun, <laughs> I'm just like, hey, you're about to kill me. And I'm shit. wearing
0: this hat, the hat I'm wearing right now, and uh, holding a Tommy oh. gun.
3: Uh, I really to change computers the next episode we do because I I thought going back to the little Lenovo and leaving the Alienware alone was a good idea. It isn't.
0: <laughs> it is, it's not working because he can't see me. Can you see Adam? On.
3: Just Adam, Are you
0: using a laptop? No, he's got a a PC. No, it might
3: as well be, dude, because the (laughs) the Lenovo standalone touchscreen is just a big fuck laptop with a lot of money. I've
2: I've been through so many laptops that I'll fucking never buy another one unless I work for some company that buys one for me. I'm not ever buying one with my own money
0: again. Adam, do you want to see my laptop? You do. Sure. Hold on. Someone talk.
3: Back book.
2: Or nobody talk. Thanks, guys.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't.
2: Okay. See. Yeah, you just made it interesting now.
3: <laughs> I can't see what you're doing.
2: It's, it's it's paper thin, and he's got a big old Blackhawks logo on the back of it. So that makes it uh, special. Yeah, I had a bunch of band stickers on the back of mine. But yeah. The
0: eyes light and up when Acer. it turns on. It's amazing. Oh, nice. I okay, positioned it good, just buddy. right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes.
3: All right, so you fight a Rubit. Yes. You, you last about 14 and a half seconds because you're fighting a Rubit.: I think it was two or,
0: minutes and 22 seconds into the first round. I think it's what he said, right?
3: Well, I don't think you would have been jucking and jiving as much as Lee Marvin could, because Lee Marvin was he dude, he was
0: I don't have the drunk not feeling pain. Although I will it, it, say I am way more used to pain than Lee Marvin is.
2: That's the thing too. If you're gonna have a guy play a boxer in in a uh, episode about boxing, maybe get somebody that's a little bit physically in better shape than Lee Marvin. He dude, couldn't, that was he could throw was a early punch.
3: Early '60s buff, dude. I mean, I
2: mean you want to at least believe that at one point he might have been able to that, throw a
3: punch. It, yeah, it was like this barrel chested. Yeah hotness back then like this was like only a few years before muhammad ali back then <laughs> it, it's like at,
0: yeah, it's like four years before muhammad ali that's it <laughs>
3: like I'm, we as in me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i would last sorry frank what were you gonna ask though all right i last how long you said 32 seconds or something <laughs> to a fight with a robot
3: i'm, uh, I'm just saying and 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 the last thing you see after, you know, a Rubik knocks you out is, uh, you know, this this guy that broke the spring. Right. Okay. What's the first thing you say?
0: Where's the oil
3: paste? (laughs) Give me oil paste, Mickey.
0: And then Burgess Meredith comes out. He's like, get up, Rocco. I'll get you an oil paste. <laughs> That's how my world works. But then I wake up yeah, from my concussion. Thunder and piss lightning. <laughs> I wake up from my concussion and I die slowly. Does that answer your <laughs> question?
3: Yes. <Yeah, is> <laughs> really easy to tie some, Burgess some Meredith some into this. People would ask for her. Lee Marvin, though. <laughs> this is why Lee Marvin's Lee Marvin. Okay. You
1: big dumb boy. Yes. Go get the money. <laughs>
3: now. Now. And they got stiffed.
2: Half the money. I'm willing to bet he passed out on the set and they just kind of wrote the scene around what happened. And he was like literally telling his agent to go collect his paycheck so that he could leave the set and go yeah, home. It was interior,
0: you know, bu- in, you know locker room. Lee Marvin stands in front of a mirror and and you know puts a, wipes the blood off his face and looks into the mirror, deep regret. Oh, he showed up drunk. Scratch that out. Interior, <laughs> locker room. <laughs> Lee Marvin lays in the ground drunken. Uh, boxing guy, the guy that fixes the robots, yells at him. Lee Marvin, barely cohesive, uh, speaks uh, mumbled sentences about money. I they, mean, he sure was knowing in no condition
2: to say, I could have been a contender. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, anybody ripped it off? I mean, that movie was like, what, 12 years before this or eight years before this, right? 63 to 55. So, (laughs) something. Lee Marvin is like, the money! Get it!
3: (laughs) I personally would have said, you should see the other guy. Yeah, something.
0: The other guy's a robot. He's perfectly fine, Marvin. I don't know know what you want to say. He's actually going on. He's actually fought the next three guys just fine. (laughs) 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 He's on a win streak you will not believe out there right now. I can hear the fans; they're going crazy,
2: and Lee Marvin's like, "Ah, "Shut up!" You know, for a second (laughs) when I watched this because I couldn't remember the ending, I thought maybe they were going to like, like Lee Marvin was going to—he was going to die, and then they were going to like take him apart and build him into the robot. That would make sense. That would have been cool, right?
0: That's where you think it would go, but there's just no third act in this episode. I'm
2: thinking too much and trying to be too smart about this.
0: (laughs) This episode is two acts
2: without a third act.
3: They're from Philly. Remember, they're from Philly.
0: Yeah, desecrating a corpse is just fine for Philly.
3: There's no third act. What's fine for the rest of the world, and what's, what's normal here, is is two different, <laughs> totally different things.
2: You know, it's funny. There's nothing that, that, that pisses me off than when you see a movie and there's literally no third act. I, I went and saw The Turning last week. That's what that is. There's no third act. I don't know what
3: that that's is. You know, the whole second act keeps on turning. You know, that's, the, that's, that's
2: it. Yeah, that's just, we turned back you, around, do, do, went back do, we, to the first act. The the, the the turn is you turning out and walking out of the theater. That's pissed off. Yeah. Turn to of the screw you. Yep, turn to the screw you.
3: They still got your money in account. As a as a view.
2: Oh, I didn't get my money. I have a I have a movie pass, so I, I I see everything and I review it. But it just the the general audience that was in there was pissed off because you you're you're expecting an audience to pay fifteen dollars for two acts and not three. It's not, it's not cool. Is that not what this episode felt like, the first two yes, acts? Yes, it feels like just... a, it started off and it meant to go somewhere, and I think they just filmed what was left, and Lee Marvin was uh, you know, half in the bag, and they couldn't finish the, the scenes and just kind of edited it the best that they could, called it a day. And that's where I get really confused because
0: Matheson, Matheson said it was his favorite episode that he did that they you know, made of his stories, but the next episode we're about to review is far, in a way, way better. Oh, this. it's the same guy? Oh, wow. Yeah. That makes it even worse. Same, yeah. same writer. Same, same so, writer. Uh, this is uh, garbage. Uh, it's not finished. It's not a finished idea. It's just like, here is a setup. I don't have an ending. Go ahead and film the credits. What was the IMDb
3: again on the streams? Because this was rated up there, actually. For some it's, a it's a 7.3. 7.
0: I gave it a 7. I like it, but it's just not finished. Uh, Adam? What's that? What would you Give, would you give it. Give it? If 10, I had to give it a 10. score,
2: I'd give it probably about a six out of 10. I want to give it a six, but I like Lee Marvin a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the only reason I'm giving it the six because the rest of it doesn't have much to say,
3: you know. I don't think it really needed to say much of anything. It just told a story that's in yeah, the Twilight Zone.
2: That doesn't it, tell much. It, 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 it's it's the it just a story. It's just
3: in the Twilight Zone. You know,
2: when you were in the third grade and the teacher gave you homework, and you had to go home, write a paper, and you only wrote like one chapter or one page of it. And then you had to turn it in the next day, and the teacher would give you an incomplete. This yeah. is an incomplete. You don't get rewarded for incomplete work.
3: And that's what happens when you drink and you're in third grade. Absolutely. So that just goes to show you, kids, don't, don't drink do it. and be in third grade.
0: I've learned. Don't do it.
3: Nope. You don't want to be No, sorry.
0: Adults. Fourth grade. Fourth grade is when I started Fourth drinking.
3: Grade. Fourth grade.
0: That's when I started drinking. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it, kids. If you're a kid and you're listening to this, holy shit, your parents are absent. You're fucked. Yeah. i said it before. You are <laughs> fucked. Go ahead and give up hope that your parents are ever going to care. And, and try, try, take our words of wisdom, don't drink, it's not worth it, wait till you're older, because well, your, I, car- your parents don't, know, don't give a shit, wake them up like Lee Marvin's kids did, and just say, hey dad, hey. you gave up on me, why?
3: Maybe <sighs> their kids are like, you know, if you do grow up to be a Phoenix West, and you drink in fourth grade, Alexa, who is Phoenix West?
1: Phoenix West is a writer and director. Known for things that will burn in hell with Phoenix West, N.Y. Quill and Cocaine, a face-slash-off novelization, audiobook, and video review, and loitering in Wonderland Improv Theater.
0: Did she not mention this show? You bet. <laughs> <laughs> did she not mention this show? You bet.
3: <laughs> dude, there, she. I mean, she's got a character count, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be yeah. honest, I didn't hear the first well, thing she said. Did,
2: did she say this show or not? No. no. What a bitch. loitering in Wonderland. What a bitch. Uh, live improv. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She
3: has added about a double her dialogue since, since the first time we ever. at She added nickel
0: and cocaine. She can't say the words face off yet, but that's fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a
0: show I did you know eight, nine episodes I of.
3: This bitch who I am, and she don't even know who I am, and I own her. <laughs> So, guess my ass Phoenix. I
2: don't want that bitch to know who I am. I that just frightens it. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> T- TMI. <laughs> That's funny though. I love it.
3: I love that though. <laughs> Outro. Oh my god. Oh, Where's Rod in me.
0: Antioch? At this so point, <laughs> Rod that was is, the whip pan. The Rod was so sad because they're in a. <laughs> they're sitting there staring, and it's like on a bus, and it's like whips the Rod in a in a chair somewhere somewhere in Antioch, Ohio.
1: (laughs) Yeah, where he's doing... (laughs) (laughs) Portrait of a losing side. Proof positive that you can't outpunch machinery. Proof also of something else. That no matter what the future brings, man's capacity to rise to the occasion will remain unaltered. His potential for tenacity and optimism continues as always to outfight, outpoint, and outlive any and all changes made by his society. For which three cheers and a unanimous decision rendered from... The Twilight
0: Zone. No. Just no. Fuck you, Rod. Sorry. No.
2: How much was he paid for that outro? <clears throat> Did that feel like it paid off? The, the 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 lesson in this episode. There's
0: no lesson. Don't fill in for a robot
2: boxer in the Twilight Zone. It feels like when uh, Chris Hartwig tries to tell you that the episode of The Walking Dead that you just yeah. could not understand what it was about was like some kind of deep psychological uh, journey, you know. Yeah, you but have a show to tell you that because you don't know what the fuck a, you just watched.
3: Just another hour wasted of your life. Yes. Yes. I refuse. I refuse to.
2: With that being um, said, go ahead
0: and listen like, to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, a show where I barely <laughs> try.
2: <laughs> i mean why should Just, this the show's not gonna try why should you try exactly i'm not never, chris hartwig unless you're getting chris hartwig money and i'm not do that.
0: so yeah the walking dead go fuck yourself i haven't watched anything in a while but go ahead and listen to that show because i it exists i've done
2: 160 some episodes or something like that so go ahead and listen it's my buddy Pete. He, he soldiers on for that show too. Oh, right. And I I don't want to take that away from. Him. If, you, if you're into it, cool. I just I, I should I have can't. him on my show yeah. then.
3: Yeah, he should. Would Would you like to hear what Mark Zickery had to say? In uh, I would. In, okay, so let's see how much he changes from uh from uh one to two there, Phoenix. If you want to pull up, what page? You know, uh yeah, if, if you want to pull up, still on the uh, second uh. Edition there, I get the first one. Okay, and I'll start uh, where it. He says if there is a problem with "quote unquote" s- steel, it would have to lie in the
0: area of the main character. I already read this.
3: I was just wondering if it was the same from you know first edition to second.
0: Okay, go ahead and read it, and let me. I'll let you know if there's no, any no, difference. It
3: was pretty much going word for word. So you go ahead. And it's read giving read me the exact
0: same. If, there's a, if uh, It would have to lie in the area of the main character's motivation. Steel goes into the ring in order to get money to repair his robot, yet Pold pleads with him not to do it, explaining that there are safer, although more time-consuming methods of getting the necessary money. Rather than seeming an act of courage, on the face it seems Steel's actions seem the result of a near-suicidal bullheadedness. And that's why I read on the show now. That's why you sent me the book, because you can barely read. Um, agreed. something like I can
3: barely read. <laughs> it's that I, uh, I chew. I, Your I, quote
0: on this show is I can barely read.
3: Yeah, no, <laughs> I, no. I said my ADHD. Yes. Was, I'm not saying ADHD. there's not an
0: excuse. I'm just saying you said that
3: you can barely read. No. Yeah, no, I've said that. <laughs> okay. <Anyway. laughs> the, the book is doing
2: the, the, the job of Chris Hartwig right there.
0: Yeah. I don't think he changes his opinion at all in this episode. I think it's the exact same.
3: So then what is the difference between the first and second edition? I'm
0: assuming he added some to specific episodes, but Steel is such a non-plus that who cares?
3: That's all. That's all. I figured, Well, you know, no better time like the present, my friend.
0: Oh, let me read this last paragraph here. This is interesting. Um, Okay. I saw the Lee... I don't know whose quote this is, but I saw the Lee Lee Marvin character as a sort of a man who never liked to ask anyone for help, but chose in the old-fashioned way to take care of things for himself. However, mad, says Matheson. There we go. We know who quotes it now. (laughs) Way into the paragraph. Um, Go back to the book. (laughs) To him, it was a straight-line progression. To get the money to put Maxo back in condition, he had to get that fee now. So he got in the most obvious way he could as he saw things. He couldn't see Paul wiring for money. That would take the time. Worse, it would be begging. The money might not come anyway. What if Paul's sister said no? What if the work in Philadelphia did not eventuate? Too much complex for steel. Go into the ring and hang in there and get the money and leave. Even when he got his brains beaten out and only a small percentage of the money, he did not give up. Not the brightest man in the world, but in many ways, pretty admirable, pretty brave. That's what Matheson said.
3: That last sentence sums up Philly perfectly.
0: Yeah, I, I just say uh, the episode, I, I think we all agree, the episode is two-thirds of a, uh, of a play that does not have a third act, and it just sort of peters out with credits, and you're like third, going, Wait, what?
3: The third act is just not satisfying.
0: <laughs> there is no third act.
3: There is a third act.
0: No, there's not. Adam? That's
2: fine. The third act is Rod Serling doing his uh, outro. That's not
0: a third act. That's That's an ending.
2: Yeah, that's it. First act, they act.
3: arrive at the... Well, at the you, I mean, did you want... What did you want to see him? Fly back to Philly? I'm not the fucking that, writer! That. I don't know. Well,
2: remember what I said earlier? I if you would have traded stuff. places he, with the robot, that would have actually maybe said something. You know, like he, he wanted to, to rebuild himself or something like that. You know, it, it just doesn't... It doesn't seem to have any kind of statement. Here's you know, our point, than, Frank. Oh, this guy's the real deal. Okay, whatever. As far
0: as scripts go, and trust me on this, first act... They arrive at the 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 stadium, whatever the fuck it is. They have their little banter, a lot of it. They go to the the restaurant. They bicker. They you know arrive. They test out the the robot. It doesn't work.
3: Bling bling bling. Ends
0: with I'm gonna take his place. Blah blah blah. End of first act. Fine, great. Second act. He takes place and and fights in the ring. Oh. Blah, 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 blah blah blah
3: blah blah. In the third act. Time out. Time.
0: What's the ding, second act then?
3: Ding ding. Okay. First act, right? Was the act of
0: hitting Clay. How about the Yelpless Man? Do you hear it? You, you see it coming at him? He knows it too. He knows it. <laughs> he knows it.
3: <laughs> I have
2: nothing. <laughs> no, you don't. You
0: there really is no don't. third act. <laughs>
2: a story structure with Phoenix on this one, there is no third act. The second act, a lot of movies and shows to know that there's no third act. There is no third
0: act, which I like the first two acts. Don't I like this episode? I gave it a seven, that's pretty high. You guys are way lower than I am. I like this episode. Six is about all I can do, yeah. It just doesn't end. I gave
3: it a seven, I gave it the Lee Marvin seven,
0: I gave it a seven too. But Adam because, gave it a six because,
3: because you add up Lee and Marvin, you get eight, <laughs> and then you minus one. You minus the third
0: act, you get si- you get
3: seven. Seven, and there you go. So he gets a seven. I Lee like the Marvin as
2: four points, two points just for having two robots in the show because I love robots, and that's well, as best I can do.
3: I don't know about two robots, but two Rubits definitely.
2: Yeah, Rubits.
0: The Rubits yeah. are good. Rod Serling says a couple great words in this closing that it made me laugh.
2: Uh, Rubitz <laughs> is one of them and what was the other word he said do you have the closing there's he, also he a period of time where you probably could have had Rod Serling read the back of a toothpaste label and it would still sound <laughs> inspiring and, and, dude you
3: know, wait until next edgy. episode he says dude the tongue twister that he it might be next episode at The end of the next episode is, is batshit insane you're right I think it's the
0: next I watched both of them back to back so you might be right how much it, Chuck, it, it could, a wood chuck, chuck. <laughs> could Chuck Chuck? Would Chuck could Chuck would? Here's a Dude. story of a, a woman named Sally.
3: It, it's, Seashell. It's, <laughs> it's next level insane. <laughs>
0: Sally's a woman who on a
3: farm was was reduced There once
0: was a man from Nantucket. Yeah. <laughs> Who's. uh
3: Said fuck it.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to get around the CBS sensor, so. His, uh, his member was, uh, quite, he was fathomed at quite a depth that, uh, a man could, uh, uh, whittle it down with his own tongue, if you know what I mean. No. (laughs) Just, just getting around the sensors in as many ways as he could, just dodging it. Oh. So what's next, Frank? What's on next week?
3: Fucking take care, tell you.
0: <laughs> did he not have a? Did he not have it? He didn't, did he? No. <laughs> well hang tight. What was this?
3: <laughs> oh yeah, shit's gonna be uh, that that gremlin, the wing guy.
0: Shit's gonna be that nightmare at twenty thousand feet, and we'll be back with you. Um. <laughs>
3: Is there any more clips or anything else you want to play? You know, this iconic TZ episode, the quintessential <laughs> TZ episode. I don't care who you are. Shatner. If you don't know dick about this, ep- this series or ever watched, ever watched anything at all, the one episode you will know is this very next episode coming up.
0: It's one of the yep. top, I'd say, eight. I think there's eight oh, episodes two, of the Twilight three. Zone like non-fans top, know. Top. Maybe even like six episodes that non fans who've never seen in a single episode know. My girlfriend never seen like an episode on her own. She remembers this episode. So there you go.
3: This one sticks with people for some reason. I don't know why. Mostly Marvin. So, no, not this one.
0: Not this one. We're talking about next week.
3: Okay. What yeah, this one, one is that?
0: nothing. This episode is nothing, but I yeah, like it's it. It's a nothing burger. It's a nothing it, burger, but it's a it, delicious it nothing a burger. The Marvin
3: and hoagie of just deliciousness. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it's a. I like this episode, despite acknowledging the fact that the, it's a nothing burger. It's it's an Adam Carolla nothing burger. <laughs> I I know you met Adam. <laughs> oh, sorry.
3: Carolla of nothing, isn't he?
0: Frank, go ahead and repeat that. It Skype cut us off.
3: No, I said Adam Carolla is a great human being.
0: I love him. I stopped listening to his show, but I One love him. Time
3: ago. I yeah. did go to see his stand-up once. He's okay.
0: I saw him in Phoenix here with uh, John Holmberg of, of Phoenix uh, Morning Sickness. It was fun.
3: Yeah. I mean, his stand-up, I thought he used too many family photos. You, you know, the comedy tends to go flying out the fucking window when... You start to basically watch home movies. But like,
0: <laughs> I didn't have that same thing, so it's I don't your know.
3: Grandfather with slides.
0: Yeah, I like Adam Carolla. I think we all do. Let's just say, hey Adam, how you doing? What's up? He gave us a shout out early on, Frank. I don't know if you remember that at all. He followed uh, us on. He followed I Studios on uh, uh, Instagram. Oh my god, wasn't it like a while ago. Four years ago? Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's when I was uh, listening to him, and I went to go see him in AC.
0: Yeah, and then the the one of the yeah. first celebrities that followed us or tweeted us was Robert De Niro, believe it or not. De Niro yeah. retweeted a tweet I did because we watched one of his movies early
3: on. I
2: was like, fucking De Niro knows now. <laughs> hey, God. I really should Twitter more. I feel like such a freaking boomer (laughs) when I'm using Twitter, man. Oh, I I don't don't get it at all.
3: Where's the shit?
2: I don't know what the hell I'm doing on there. I am so lost with Twitter. This man tries to convince me. I don't get it.
3: Nine nine accounts. Love it. I have like
2: 1,700-some people on Facebook. (laughs) And on Twitter, I think I got like 40 followers because I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing.
0: I I maxed
2: out on Facebook. I maxed out. I
0: can't add yeah, anybody else.
3: Facebook is too personal to where everybody on there is more concerned about themselves than what you're doing. Twitter is the opposite, where you can find the group of people who are interested in what you're doing. And if they want to listen to podcasts, then, they, then they'll then they listen to you because you're well, doing it. Well, someday,
2: Frank, I'll have you show me how to operate it because I don't know what the hell Good. I'm doing. Good,
0: Good luck with that.
3: Easy,
2: it's, uh, I, I agree. We got
0: most of our listeners through Twitter, but... I don't understand how to use it. I lean on. I, I understand
2: that. this is the wave of the future and, and, and like Facebook book, is old hat. You know, Yeah, but I like, like Facebook. And then it's only because we all got forced off of MySpace. We got kicked <laughs> off of MySpace and had to join Facebook. You know, <laughs> Friendster was great. Oh, man. Friendster. <laughs> Friendster was even the... <laughs> farther. Remember
0: forums? We used to have forums and PHP Aim, boards. On AIM, I was the king.
3: Dude, <laughs> AOL instant muscle.
0: IRC chat.
3: <laughs> I got so much. Never mind.
0: Adam, what is your aim and
2: where can we find you? I don't know what my aim is. You can find <laughs> me on Raiders of Lost <laughs> or just type in Raiders of Lost Flicks in any social space and that's what I'll come up as. Perfect. I definitely recommend following him, uh, Frank.
3: RedDragonsRadio.com, everybody. Twitter. I got it. And? Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Double L-N-K-Z, and that leads you to everything, including this fine show, Phoenix. What's it called?
0: L-I-W, the TZ Review on Twitter. L-I-W Studios on Twitter as well. Phoenix West on Twitter. L-I-W Studios.com is the main hub for all the shows. YouTube.com slash Loitering and Wonderland Studios. Go there, subscribe, rate and review on iTunes, and you might be part of the a Twilight Zone Blu-ray entire collection. All we need is five five-star reviews and comments. You're in the drawing. Um, yeah, five, yeah. We're, we're at five, so we're good. But we're still uh, waiting for the, you know, we're waiting for the drawing until sometime in February. We're not announcing a date on purpose. We want to get as many as we can until then.
3: Um, However, my birthday is on the 17th. And that ooh. doesn't make any sense for a giveaway, does it?
0: You know what? It might.
3: It might. Maybe, maybe
0: maybe maybe yeah matt no but yeah maybe
3: oh Man, doesn't yeah, it absolutely
0: not but yeah maybe yeah yeah of course it does not, maybe
3: not yeah. even a little bit
0: not even a little bit but maybe who knows <laughs> it's a drawing it's a random drawing not even not even close but here we go so until next time in the meantime i'm phoenix west i'm frank links i'm adam wilcox and until next time in the meantime so long citizens